You know exactly who I am and what I'm capable of. Just like I know exactly what you are. Welcome tonight on Divine Femininity at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, a special day, a special time. We will invite our past guest, Deidre Lynn 86, spiritualist, who will connect us with our ancestors and give us readings over the ear. You don't want to miss it. We'll be talking about being authentic, authentic to yourself, authentic to your friends, and authentic to your lover. It's not love day today. Love day is every day, and we start loving ourselves always. Listen on thewakeupradio.com. <laughs> welcome, 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 ladies, to Divine Femininity on a special day and time. It's Monday, even though we're supposed to come on Sunday, it's Wednesday. It's been a minute, but it's okay. We'll be all right. We can do what we want to do. We're all bosses. I want to go around the room. Everybody introduce themselves, say what you do, what your business is, all that stuff. Promote yourself. We're going to start with the first person that came into the room. Maxine, you're up. Hey, family. Long time. No see. Miss you all. My name is Maxine Sinclair. By day, I am a licensed health plan advisor 24-7. I own a business called Ministry and Wellness, where I help with alternative solutions for your stress, pain, anxiety. You can go look me up at ministryandwellness.com. You can also find me on Instagram at ministry underscore and underscore wellness. Ministry underscore and underscore wellness. Glad to be here. Miss you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Next up is Jamaica. Take it away, Jamaica. Hey, little ladies. It's been a long time. Um, I do jewelry and um, my chakra crystals. Um, I also am working with Miss Cindy on On The Wake Up Radio. And um, right now, me and my daughter's doing jewelry, actually. We're doing waist beads. Uh, we do all type of jewelry. You can find me at una, one unapologetic underscore queen at Instagram and then Jamma Porter on Facebook. Awesome sauce. Up next, Angie. Tell them what to do. <laughs> I'm Angie. I have a few shows. I took a break for now. Um, my show was called Thoughts of a Light Skin Woman. It was it's on the Wake Up Radio. Um, I also during like the holiday or the winter season, I do um, coquitos and pasteles. My IG for that is Angie's underscore coquito and pasteles. The N is just the, the letter N, not A and D, just N. Awesome, Jasmine. All right, Jasmine. Come on, girl. <laughs> hey, how, how's everybody doing? Um, it's my first time on the show. I'm putting myself out here. Um, I am I'm a healthcare worker by night and a mother by day. And I um, I'm, I do a little bit of um, real estate or, or landlording. And I'm starting a business, and it's just a, a local cleaning business or cleaning and sanitizing business. Uh, I'm just getting started. What I mean, I'm just trying to face what I need to face and get, and get out there and put it out there. It's nice to be here. It really is. It's beautiful to have you. Thank you. 
So um, this is on the wakeupradio.com. That's what you're listening to. Uh, sign up for otwtube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Uh, this is Divine Femininity. Today we're going to talk about being authentic, right? And so basically, um, I'm going to play some videos. But if you want to call in, the number is 844-818-4433. Enjoy. So I'm going to play this clip. We got like three clips or so. So I figured by the time we could like talk. So let's go. Make friends with people who want the best for you. Right. Yeah. So, well, and it's a really, it's, it's a real technical idea. So Carl Rogers, who's a psychotherapist, great psychotherapist. I'd, I'd very much recommend his books to people, especially if they want to learn to listen, because he was really good at teaching people how to listen. He had this idea that what he would manifest towards his clients in therapy was unconditional positive regard. And I've always had trouble with that because, well, because you don't treat your children, for example, with unconditional positive regard. You mean, There's so no conditions. matter what someone yeah. says, you're saying, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, well, that's, well that's, that's why it's tricky. Well, what he, what he, he didn't articulate it, I think, as well as he might have. What you want to do is, for your child, is that you want the best for the best in them. That's what you want. And that's what you want from people that you surround yourself with. Now, they'll hold you to a high standard if that's the case, right? Because whenever you degenerate in any of the multiple ways that you're likely to degenerate, they're going to, like, whack you on the back of the head and say, you know, clue the hell in. You know, you're, you're demeaning yourself. You're less than you could be. And there, there's real judgment in that, and it's harsh, you know. But with friends, it's the same thing. You want friends. They're not friends if they're not these people. You want friends who, when something good happens to you, they're that's good for you, right? They're happy about that. They're not like all bitter and resentful underground and like saying horrible things behind your back and telling you how they did something that was better and trying to drag you down. It's like, that's not helpful. And then when something bad happens to you and you go to them and you say, look, this terrible thing happened to me. First of all, they don't try to top it with some like horrible thing that happened to them because they don't have the patience to listen. And second, they're not secretly gloating about the fact that catastrophe finally befell you. It's like they're actually hurt by it. And th that chapter is an injunction. It's like take a look at the people that are around you. And if they're not on the side of what's good for you, then walk away because... Well, first of all, that's best for them, too. If you put up with that, all you're doing is enabling it. It's like, well, it's okay that you mistreat me in a way that's harmful to me and everyone else. It's like, actually, no, that is not okay. It's not, in, it's not the least bit okay. That doesn't mean you shouldn't try to help someone when they're down. That's a whole different issue. What if it's your family? So you know how you say, like, walk away, right? Yeah. Do you still walk away from your family? or do You, kinda... you do if it's necessary. Yeah. There's lots of different ways of walking away. Oh, yeah, you know, like create boundaries. Well, there's that for sure. There's yeah. that. I mean, you, you, sometimes someone's on an incorrigible path. Yeah. Like, there's just nothing you can do. You know, maybe they're aiming down. Yeah. They're aiming down hard. And they're bitter. And everything they do is to produce misery, virtually everything. And you have to detach yourself from that. It's like I always think about it from the perspective of a lifeguard. So if you're training to be a lifeguard, one of the things that you're trained to do is to approach someone who's drowning and panicking mm. and the way you approach them is you put your foot out between you and them and you push forward with your hands with your foot out and you basically tell them if they're flailing about say look I'm here to help mm. but you have to calm down and then if they cling to you like in panic you push them away you think well that's pretty damn cruel because what if they drown it's like yeah what if you both drown 
that's like not helpful. You're, you're there to rescue them. They take you down. You're both dead. It's like fail, right? So you say, look, quit panicking. I'll help you out, but I'm not drowning along with you. It's like, well, it's the same with someone in your family. It's like if they're on a downward path and you've done your best, you know, you've, you've made your efforts, you've, and they're not paying attention. They're not changing. They say, yeah, well, I'll quit doing this. Yeah, I'll quit doing this. They tell you the same story over and over and over. It's a downhill path. You don't trust it. At some point, first of all, you stop offering your words. That's do not cast pearls before swine. A very, very harsh statement, right? But what it means is if you're offering words of wisdom to someone in the genuine attempt to help and they treat that with contempt, then shut up because you're demeaning your words by throwing them away. You think, well, how do you help someone who's aiming down? Well, sometimes you help them by walking away and saying, look, you're aiming down so hard, despite the fact you're my brother, man. It's like, you know, this is killing me. You're aiming down so hard, I'm not coming along with you. And the reason I'm not is to tell you in no uncertain terms that what you're doing is so terrible that I will even violate our kinship to oppose it. And maybe it'll take them 10 years to wake up to that, you know? And so that can be the case because, you know, people often have to be hit so many times before they'll learn. You see that especially if someone's addicted or otherwise pursuing a pathway that's like seriously downhill. Mm. So why should I think that you're actually trying to change? You're, you tell me the story that you use to justify your own idiocy to yourself. And then you tell it to me and you demand that because I'm compassionate, I accept it and therefore validate your excuse. It's really hard not to get tangled up in that, right? Because if someone who's really in rough shape is telling you about why they're suffering, first of all, they're probably about half right in their story. But some of it's justification and excuse and blaming and all of that, failure to take responsibility. It's really hard to stand up and say, no, I don't buy that. No, I don't buy that. No, you're wrong about that. You have to be a brutal bastard in order to do that. But hey... Sometimes, like, surgery is brutal, yeah. right? It's brutal. And so, so this chapter about, you know, only making friends with people who want the best for you, that's a brutal chapter, you know? But it's right, unfortunately. Here's how you know if someone's your friend. A, you can tell them bad news, and they'll listen. They won't tell you why you know, you're stupid and why that bad thing happened to you and how something worse happened to them once and, you know, derail the whole conversation. You can actually tell them bad news and they'll listen. So that's a good thing. And then this is a weirder thing. You can tell them good news and they'll help you celebrate. And that's a really good way of deciding who you should have around you because if you have someone around you, you know, something good happens to you and you're kind of afraid to even admit it because, you know, God, something good happened to you. You let that be known and it'll certainly be taken away. So, you know, you, you come out and you sort of tell someone half-heartedly that something good happened to you and they, they give you a whack and then talk about, you know, the great thing that happened to them three years ago or worse, the great thing that happened to someone that they knew three years ago. You know, it's like, go away from that person. They're not helpful to you. You are obligated not to associate with people who are trying to damage the structure of being. Your being, the family being, social being, all of that. It's like, no, wrong, move away. And you think, well, you know, that's cruel. It's like, it's not cruel. You're sending a message. This sort of behavior is not to be tolerated. Plus, if you make a success out of yourself, let's say that you develop your character, well, then you're, in, you're a... 
uh, example. And at some point, maybe that's what that person is going to need is an example. You know, maybe they'll hit bottom and think, oh, my God, I'm not on the right path. It's like there's an example I could follow. So and you can't justify it by compassion. And the other thing, you know, people don't exactly understand that they it's okay morally to choose people that are trying to help you be better and to shy away from people who are going to drag you down. So you're not morally obliged to go down with someone else's ship. Now you think that's pretty harsh and pretty rude. You can't abandon a friend in need. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that it is appropriate for you to look at your social surround and to make decisions. If, if you have a person who's hurting you and who won't quit and who's pulling you down, it's like that is not necessary. You are not obligated to do that. You go with people that are trying to elevate you. Well, all right. And this being uh, Valentine's Day all around the world, for me, it's love day. Every day is love day. Maxine, you got anything to say about what we just seen? Yes, I think that was so powerful. I was sitting here listening to the words. And when he talked about friendship, huh, I tell you, because people like to know that even though they're going through something, that you are going through something worse. The phone is ringing off the hook. But then as you, for I could say for myself, as I got tired of that, and as, as I continued to grow in my life, I noticed that as I was elevating, those friendships were dying. I didn't have those friendships anymore because those people weren't recognizing who this Maxine was. That is something that I deal with to this day. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be straight up. If you are in my life, it's because you are something that magnifies to me as I magnify to you because we're all trying to accomplish something. I cannot afford to have people in my life who's talking that same old bullshit all the time. I don't want to hear bad story after bad story. No, if you're going to be in my life, we're going to work. You hear what I said? We are going to work to help you to elevate. If you don't want that, then I'm going to have to push back. Like he said, I can love you, but I'm going to have to love you from afar because you're not going to drag both of us down. I've been down there. I don't like it down there. I look up to the sky, to the stars. And that's at the level that we should be. And if you don't want to be at that level, then you can't be in my life. We have to, there, as you get older, you're supposed to be, you're supposed to have a rhythm. You're supposed to be working towards your peace. And that's when you want the people to, the lovingness to have the people be around you. There's a spiritual warfare going. I can't wait till the, the psychic comes on because I got a good question for her. But I'm feeling this spiritual war warfare going on right now where it's me against them. And I have to go with my gut feeling and keep fighting for that because I know I'm right. And because I know I'm right, it feels good. So, yes, this is this is that was a great um, clip that you played, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you. Angie, you got something to say about that clip? No, well, for me, it's just like um, the same thing, similar, because I feel like even though we came into a new year, but I feel like it's the same thing as I've gotten older. And when it was talking about friendships and it's kind of like when you really now look at things like that too, it's like what she said, you can't really just use friend. Like everybody, you know, can't be given that title. And, you know, like my friends tell me like using that word friends, is like, stop calling everybody your friend. 
but it does make sense how you know who's really your friend and who's there for you for the people who can listen to you they don't judge you you know and and they're there to support you regardless of whatever you tell them and it's true the same thing and if you're doing good they're there to celebrate and cheer you on and i feel like those things for me lately again as i said as i've gotten older it's like it's really important about who you have in your corner and and those people who are in your lives and that's exactly why i have like the small circle that i do because you know you just can't you just can't let everybody in i really like the message though so true so true uh jasmine darling that video was powerful um i guess uh, you know i'm, I'm i this would be a good time for that reading because that's what I'm wondering is um, basically what I'm going through is a space where I'm losing friends and gaining friends and, and wanting to move around to meet new people, but not sure if I'm in the right space for that or um, or in the right circumstances for that. So just the video and, and describing what friendship really is and, and um, the expectations and, and the it's okay to expect this uh, out of a friend. It was really deep. No, I totally get it. I totally get it. Yeah. So for me, uh, having the right people around you can help to elevate you or help make you fall. Yes, ma'ams in your life. You don't want people like, oh, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. That's cool. And then you're fucking falling off a clip and nobody fucking says anything. You want really good. You want reflections, right? This is why I started Divine Femininity. Reflections of yourself, integrity, honor, accountability. Hey, bitch, you doing wrong. Thank you for checking me. You know, when it really matters, when it really is what it's supposed to be. I'm going to play uh, another clip. And so that was for being authentic, having authentic friendships. And this is the next one. You're ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little poor little me. And uh, since you're all here and engaged in this sort of inquiry and listening to this sort of lecture, I assume that you're all on the process of waking up. Or else you're teasing yourselves with some kind of uh, flirtation with waking up, which you're not serious about. But I assume maybe you are not serious but sincere, that you are ready to wake up. So then, when you're in the way of waking up and finding out who you really are, what you do is what the whole universe is doing at the place you call here and now. You are something the whole universe is doing in the same way that a wave is something that the whole ocean is doing. The real you is not a puppet which life pushes around. The real deep down you is the whole universe. So then, when you die, you're not going to have to put up with everlasting non-existence because that's not an experience. A lot of people are afraid that when they die, they're going to be locked up in a dark room forever and, it, and sort of undergo that. But. One of the most interesting things in the world, this is a yoga, this is a way of realization. Try and imagine what it will be like to go to sleep and never wake up. Think about that. Children think about it. It's one of the great wonders of life. What will it be like to go to sleep and never wake up? 
And if you think long enough about that, something will happen to you. You will find out, among other things, that uh, it will pose the next question to you. What was it like to wake up after having never gone to sleep? That was when you were born. You see, you, you can't have an experience of nothing. Nature abhors a vacuum. So after you're dead, the only thing that can happen is the same experience, or the same sort of experience as when you were born. In other words, we all know very well that after people die, other people are born. And they're all you. Only you can only experience it one at a time. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. You know that very well. Only you don't have to remember the past in the same way you don't have to think about how you work your thyroid gland or whatever else it is in your organ. You don't have to know how to shine the sun. You just do it. Like you breathe. Isn't it, doesn't it really astonish you that you are this fantastically complex thing? And that you're doing all of this and you never had any education in how to do it? All right, ladies, are you being good to you? You, you are important. Are you loving you? Maxine, talk to me. Yes, I really work to be good to myself every day. It's not easy, but it is definitely always going to be a work in progress. Every morning, I wake up thanking God and the universe for giving me the opportunity to wake up because not everybody woke up this morning. And then I go about my day talking of meditating and talking about the things that's on my mind and what I plan on doing, uh, making sure that I'm drinking my water, eating as healthy as possible. I have my days. I, I really like my sweets sometimes, but really make sure that I'm doing things for myself, doing myself, doing things for others and really working to to make a, a mark in this world. Because just like he talked about, you know, you live and then you you die. What do you do in between that? When I leave this earth, I need to know that I mattered, that I meant something to someone and, and touched that person. And always, again, working towards that peace. That's very important, working towards that peace and live with no regrets. Angie, are you loving you? Are you taking care of you? Oh, I definitely am. <laughs> I made it my business when I kept repeating out loud to myself and to other people. It's 2022. It's about that time. I got all these gray hairs and I'm going to be 42 this year. So with me, it's been all about self-care if I have to do it. And just reminders that I always have to keep telling myself about, you know, what's important and about just taking that time to just like be in the moment. So that's what I've been doing. I'm definitely been taking care of me. That's beautiful. Jamaica, up next. You ready for this one? Are you taking care of you? I am definitely taking care of me. Um, I mean, self-care is the best care, especially with self-love and all that. So I take care of myself and I also educate others on taking care of themselves as well. You know, um, you know, we got to 
educate the younger generation. So, but me as a, as of taking care of me, definitely. I um, even told my kids I would not allow nothing or no one to stress me. And I live by my word. That's beautiful. Jasmine, are you taking care of you? Um, I, I know I'm deep uh, digging deep inside and I'm finding pieces of myself that need that extra little bit of care and uh, compassion. And I've been doing, I, I realize how important it is to take care of myself because let me tell you, I, I didn't know before. I, it's just It's just hitting me now what self-care is and how it fills me and um, what it, you know, just how powerful it is. So yes, I am taking care of myself. It, it Sometimes I have to make sure I have to check in, but I, I definitely am. All right. You know what? Uh, for me, it is the same thing. Sometimes I do forget, right? I forget to eat sometimes. I forget to, and then I have to check myself, right? Sometimes you got to check yourself before you wreck yourself. And I do have those moments and it is so true. I think for me, it's more of like, um, you always feel like the more you take care of others, others will take care of you. But technically, the obligation is to self, right? It is, right? And when you grow up having to always take care of others, that becomes repetitive. It can be heartbreaking. And, you know, this being uh, Valentine's Day, it's like one of those, like, uh, moments where everybody's all lovey-dovey, but tomorrow you're back on the same dumb shit, right? So, but every day, that's why I said every day is love day. I'm going to play one more clip and hopefully Deidre will be in. Well, now, really, when we go back then to falling in love and say it's crazy, falling. We don't say rising into love. There is in it the idea of the fall. Taking this ghastly risk is the condition of there being life. You see, for all, life is an act of faith. The moment you take a step, you do so on an act of faith because you don't know that the floor is not going to give under your feet. The moment you take a journey, what an act of faith. Any kind of undertaking in relationship, what an act of faith. You've given yourself up. This is the most powerful thing that can be done. Surrender. See, and love is an act of surrender to another person. Total abandonment. I give myself to you. That's quite mad, because you see, it's letting things get out of control. All sensible people keep things in control. Watch it, watch it, watch it. Police, security, vigilance, watch it. Guards, watch it. Who's going to watch the guards? <laughs> Actually, what is really sensible is to let go, is to commit oneself, to give oneself up, and that's quite mad. So we come to the strange conclusion that in madness lies sanity. When you fall in love with somebody else and you trust them, they may, as a matter of fact, not fulfill your expectations. There will be disappointments and failures and disasters as a result of taking these risks. It's a gamble. But that risk has to be taken. The alternative to taking that risk is much worse than trusting and being deceived.
Kenosis is a Greek word meaning self-emptying, self-sacrifice, and thereby conferred freedom of will and the power to love human beings. And people who give the power away are tremendously strong personalities because the more they have given it up, the more they get it. You know, you, you do this complete let off of control. It's a lovely, irresponsible state to be in. What I am involves what you are. If I am I because you are you, and you are you because I am I, then I am not I and you are not you. In other words, we are not separate. You know, uh, you can't, for example, have two sticks. You lean two sticks against each other and they stand up because they support each other. Take one away and the other falls. And so in exactly that way, we and our environment and all of us and each other are interdependent systems. We know who we are in terms of other people. We all lock together. And therefore, that what you call the external world is as much you as your own body. Love is not something that is a sort of rare commodity. Everybody has it. Existence is love. Because you see, in tying up love in knots and becoming capable, incapable of it, you can't destroy this energy. When you won't love and you won't let it out, the thing comes out in the form of self-destruction. Uh, so everybody has the, the force running. The thing is, first of all, to get it moving. To follow whatever kind of love you have in the first place. The, the first thing then is to discover what indeed you do love, if anything, and you will find there is something. And then go into the nature of that. Now it's said that selfish people love themselves. I would say that that is really a misunderstanding of the whole thing. If you explore what you love when you say you love yourself, you will make the startling discovery that everything you love is something which you thought was other than yourself. You suddenly discover that yourself is bigger than you thought it was. It uh, includes the other. And you can't do without it. You, this brings about a fundamental change in the understanding of the meaning and nature of self. And thereupon, there become a change of attitude to other people. Your love, which is what you are, begins to express itself quite naturally and unaffectedly in a wider way. Now you may ask, well, how are we going to love? I don't think that's quite the question. It isn't so much how or where are we going to get the love from. We all have it. 
It's simply deep down in us, bursting to get out. The desire to love and to be loved is, I think, probably the deepest thing that there is in us. Certainly, if the relationship of infancy to the rest of life have any truth in them at all, And so it's a matter of seeing that this deeply repressed love must be let out. Now, my question to you ladies, are you great lovers and do you have great lovers in your life? Well, unless you're looking, right? That's a different story. We'll start with Maxine. How are you? Are you a great lover? I believe that I'm a great lover. But that could be, <laughs> it depends on how you, who you ask. Because even being a great lover and being the greatest version of who you are, you have to learn to speak the love language of those around you. That's very important. And, um, you know, I've been married for 18 years and it's, it's tough. I can see why a lot of people don't make it because it's very tough because of the love language. Now, as far as my love across the board, giving to others, sometimes it can be easier to give to others because they're a they can reciprocate what I'm giving to them. Sometimes it's reciprocated, sometimes it's not, but I do the best that I can with what I have. And one thing that I like that he talked about was that we are an interdependent society. We have this thing now where we say, I don't need, I don't need nobody. Not that's the furthest from the truth. You cannot live in this life by uh, in this world by yourself. That's why we have people with all these illnesses and sicknesses that come out of nowhere because they're trying to carry on this burden. But I try to be the best lover I can be. I try. <laughs> you know, we're all doing. I, I I can say I'm doing my best with what I got. You're like I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. I'm doing my part. Angie, are you a great lover? Have you had great loves in your life? Does it work for you? Wow, that's a good question. <laughs> um, I'm in a situation right now where I do have a boyfriend. And I've said to him, whether if I said it verbally or written, I was like, you know, I have a lot of love to give. And it's like, now that I finally found someone who's willing to give that love back is kind of like, oh, like this is different. And you would think that it should be so easy, like I said, because I have a lot of love to give. And I feel like for me, it's also like it's, it's a I'm still learning. And especially it's like I know it's there. I just now have to just, you know, just show it, give it like what she said, the love language. So everything is just kind of like. I guess from I guess from everything that I've been through where I haven't had well, I guess I was always the one giving the love and never get, getting it back. So now that I am receiving it back, it's just like it's so new and different to me that I don't even know how to like even react from it. But I'm learning because I really do I really do care about him and I do love him. So it's just again, just me being more verbal about it and just, you know, just letting him see that. So, yeah. That's beautiful. Shout out to the to the new boo. Yeah. Uh, Jamaica, are you loving yourself? Are you a, well, we did that. Are you a great lover? Or is it hard to find 
a great lover? Uh, me, myself, um, I am single by choice. Uh, <laughs> but as for me being a great lover, I would say I have a big heart. Uh, that's probably um, why I take in so many as for like family and you know, my kids, friends, and all that. And just because, you know, I have that motherly heart. So not only um, you can be a great lover to the person that you're with, but you can be a great lover to everyone around you. So, and especially when it comes to my kids, you know, you know, as you, you know that, you know, those are my hearts right there. So, but um, in past relationships, I've been told that, you know, i was definitely uh, uh, definitely someone that they either either mad that they had messed over or lost that you know connection with so but um, like I said yes I, I, I believe so I could say that I believe so that I am okay 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 Jasmine are you a great lover or are you have you found great lovers? How does that work for you? I consider myself an excellent lover. Um, an unconditional lover of the people, like a giver and all the other good stuff. But what I have realized is that that same love that I have for everybody else, I don't think I was giving it to myself. Like I, was, I wasn't unconditional for myself, but I am, am unconditional for everybody else. So I have decided to... Um, give some of that great love. I'm trying, I'm working on giving that great love to myself that I have for everybody else and just kind of pulling it back in and feeling what I need to feel so that I can, you know, being that great lover to everybody else, I, it, it really wasn't coming back in the form that it should. And I'm looking at all of, that, all of those things now. And so it's time for me to feed myself that great love. And then, and at the same time, be that same unconditional lover and love on the people, but make sure I'm giving it to me a little bit more. Um, and then it's just, I, I feel like once I get that and I feel it, I'm going to be an even better lover um, to everybody. To um, And so basically I'm a great lover as far as loving somebody. It's just, it's got to be me right now getting there. You're like, hands down, I'm the champ. Right now, yeah, I have to be. Right, right. I, uh, I thank you. Um, so for me, everybody all feels like they the best, right? Like when dudes talk, right? Dudes be like, yeah, because I do it like this. But no, everybody always feels like they give what they give. Me, I feel like I can be a great lover. I have moments where I can disconnect. But that's if I feel like it's not even keel. It's not, what's that evenly yoked? That's when I kind of like pedal back, you know, because you don't want to kind of like put your all in because it's like you're abandoning yourself. Like he said, you're literally jumping ship to be on somebody else's motherfucking ship. And then God forbid, you're in a raft and they're gone. Right. So we try to guard ourselves and stuff. Uh, this is on the wake up radio. Uh, you're listening on the wake up radio.com. This is divine femininity. Uh, we're doing spiritual alignment today. I would like to introduce our wonderful guest, Mrs. Deidre Lynn, our spiritualist. And we're talking about being authentic, you authentic, uh, an authentic friend, an authentic lover. Hey, Deidre. Good evening, everybody. How's it going? 
Sorry I came in and chimed in late, but I'm glad to be here this evening. I did the show last, uh, I believe it was last Valentine's Day. And I came on last Valentine's Day and, uh, you know, I call it, uh, what I say, I'll be saying I creep people up and I mean, I'm just gonna, I'm a diviner. So I divine and my divination tool of choice is um, Oracle and Tarot cards. Thank you all for allowing me to be on your platform this evening. Thank you, Cindy, Ashby, and thank you, ladies. I'm appreciative. Cindy invited me on the show this evening. Uh, for those of you who are interested in divine readings, I'll pull a couple of cards for you, crease you guys up, see what spirit, um, see what message the spirit has, and because this is a show that's called Divine Femininity, I tend to, I like to tap into the divine masculine and divine feminine energies. And ultimately, divine masculine, divine feminine is just like, you know, an awakened being, ultimately, you know. So we definitely are, we should be trying to enter into divine partnerships, ultimately, so that we can get these families back on one accord. So. Again, ladies and gentlemen, if you are interested in um, me reading for you all, uh, it'll be my pleasure. So we're going to start with, uh, we've been going in order. We're going to start with Sister Maxine. Maxine, the floor is yours. Hey, Sister Deidre, good to see you again. Hey, Maxine, how's it going? Thank you. Oh, good to see you as well, Sister. Good to see you as well. Yes, I have a a very good first question for you. We'll be okay. talking about the subject of love. <laughs> now, as far as me and the male, I'm a Capricorn and tell you that. And I'm not going to lie. In that area, I struggle. My whole life, I've struggled with love. And it seems like when I think I'm giving it, I'm not. And there's always this disconnect that I'm going through. And I'm talking about going back all the way from the love of my father. Up until now, I struggle in that area. And I could be the best friend. I could be your homegirl. I'm great in that area. But when it comes to this love relationship, it's not help. You know, I, I struggle. And the only time it seemed like it's good if only the recipient is getting their wants and needs met. And, and it almost seems like I have to table myself. Why am I struggling like this? <laughs> I try my best, but I'm okay. not. I, I'm, so I'm you, not good in that area. Okay, well, uh, collectively, we're not good in that area, all of us as a whole, um, because you know a lot has been done to us, you know, systematically, especially within the melanated community. You know, they have uh, deliberately put us in these compromising positions to where it's difficult for men and women to be on one accord. You know, because again, when we're talking about divine masculine and feminine energies, these are energies that we all have innately within us and we have to be balanced. We off balance. Everybody is off balance. So ultimately, you know, when you tap into spirituality, religion, whatever your case, whatever you subscribe to, when you tap into whatever it is that you subscribe to, the goal is to be balanced, right? You want to find a partner that's evenly yoked. But before prior to finding these partners, we need to be balanced within. And we we are all now in the space where we realize, you know what, I need to work. I got some, I got some work to do. Excuse my friend. So, I just want to let you know that it's not, you ain't alone. So, um, we subscribe to balance. 
So let's okay. So let me ask you this: Do you have a partner? Uh, do you have a specific person in mind who you like me to look at the energy for you and kind of see what's going on in terms of yes, um, the connection between the two of you guys? Yes. Okay, you got somebody in your mind. Okay, what's uh, well, you don't have to say that person name, but the fact that you have somebody in mind, you keep that person in mind. Let's do this. Let's check out the energy. I'll look at your energy your partner's energy and then a collective energy between the two of you guys and let's just see energetically what's going on. Mm -hmm. I'm just going straight off uh, you tarot. Y'all, I got so many cards and they all have different personalities. I don't know which ones to go for sometimes. But we just going to go for tarot because tarot they kind of get all in your business and if it's too if I feel like it's going um, too deep, I will tread lightly because you know and yeah we'll see let me see what's going on so i'm going to look at your energy your partner's energy the collective energy so you struggling right now okay well this could be okay so we have the ace of cups and that's good you know for the overall energy because the ace of cups this does you know if it's talking about love this is speaking of both partners having an enormous amount look at this big old I don't know if y'all can see it because you see that big old cup? This is the universe. The universe is saying, like, when it comes to matters of the heart, you won't be uh, lacking in that area. We have the six of wands in your energy. You're wanting and desiring victory and success. You're also desiring a passionate connection. I feel like the connection between you and your partner is very passionate. Let me see what's, what's going on with your partner's energy. Girl, this looks nice. Let me, I want to dive into this. This is a soul cup. So this is like, this is like the baby lovers, you know, in the major. So this is like two people that's desiring to be on one accord. Two people that's wanting to be serious. You know, uh, I'm hearing that song, um, Samia and what's that guy name? And I just see you every morning when I open. What's that guy name? Open my eyes. He used to be married to uh, Eric Benet. Halle Berry. Eric Benet. That's the song I'm hearing for you right now. As you start to sign to connection. Okay. So we got the death card for y'all. Collective energy. So what I see going on. This may, you may have been in a connection with this partner and it could be like uh, makeup to breakup, makeup to breakup, makeup to breakup. <laughs> or it may have been one breakup or, you know, and now you guys are making up. This is ultimately talking about a transformation happening within this connection as it pertains to you and your partner. But what I'm looking at ultimately is two people that saying, okay, we've been through a lot. But I'm willing to work on this. I feel like both of you guys, I wanted to work on this. But interestingly enough, it's kind of like, okay, so you guys have the freedom of choice part and this piece of like your solar plexus. Both of you guys have been in position or is in a position where you have options. Like, so you have to really, and I tell people, especially now building we have to be logical yes we want to be with somebody that we love but you want to be practical about it as well so i feel like although you and your partner may have options 
you're both choosing one another at this moment in time. With the freedom of choice card, it says, I have the freedom to choose, so I choose wisely because my decisions have a great impact on how I see myself and how I feel about myself. I own, accept, and express my feelings unreservedly and do not try to escape them with my own mind game. I have the free will to choose how I respond to any situation and I choose to respond with wisdom, clarity, and understanding. Like, y'all, you and your partner, y'all not new around the block. You know what I'm saying? You know how some people just getting in the dating game and they don't know if they're coming or going. Not to say you guys haven't been in that space even with each other. But at this moment in time, I know you feel overwhelmed. Like, oh my goodness, where am I going wrong? And like I said, we all trying to figure it out. I feel like you guys are coming to the space where y'all realizing, yes, we got options, but I need to choose wisely in the midst of it all. I can't just settle just because. I feel like you and your partner are choosing one another. Yeah, we're trying. Is that resonant? <laughs> it's a is word. That resonant? Is- with this, with the collective energy of the death card being here, this transformation, I do feel like this is like heavy duty lifting. But with the overall energy being the Ace of Cups, I do see this being really successful. Honestly. So I would say, you know, discernment, of course. But I don't even know if it's like a, a, a matter of discernment at this moment in time. I really think it's a matter of of really standing in your truth, really knowing that what else is out here for me, which is just a lot, but it's a lot of yucky stuff. Right. Yeah. And I'm in a space where I've been growing and working on different things and, you know, and I think that could sometimes could feel like a threat to a partner Yeah, when you're out here trying to, to me, you know, you think, oh, I'm just doing this little, you know, I have my show. Oh, you just, you call it that little, that little thing. And it's, and for others, they may feel like that's a distraction away from, but it's really all about growth. Everything that I do in my life is to enhance the, the ones that are around me who I love. And like you said, having discernment and choosing wisely and choosing the way that I, I move forward with things. You know, you can't listen. Uh, and this mm-hmm. is let, let me show you on your energy. You got you. You are on a horse. Like again, this card is out. Oh, y'all can't see it. You're on a horse. Like you're sure of. Uh, you're certain that you want prog- progression. And I don't really see you standing back from that, even if it's a partner. Y'all heard that someone would say, I love me. I love me enough for the both of us. Like, you're in a space now, especially with the solar plexus being here, you're confident in who you are. And a lot of times, you know, it takes us some time. It takes us a while to get there. Yeah. Sometimes. It takes us a, a while to really stand in our truth. And I feel like that's what you're doing right now. Yeah, absolutely. Is there anything else you want to... Um, that you'd want to um, ask to elaborate on anything specific. I have some love message cards and I can pull to kind of see what your partner, if he had a message for you. Because uh, sometimes y'all know how we be with these men and they must not show. They don't really like to speak. I have yep. these hidden uh, message oracles and they got little cute messages. So let's see. We're going to be a little nosy. Let's see what your partner is 
you know, feeling, but they're not necessarily communicating to you. Right. Because right. it looks like, yeah, honestly, what I'm, what I'm, let's see. Because what I'm, what I'm looking at is you are the more vivacious one. Like, you the one that's, like, communicative. Not saying that he not, but he a little more closed off in that area than you. So, let's see what he not telling you that he holding back. I'd like to be a little nosy. Okay, let's see. You're going to pull, like, three of these. Nah, we'll do two. We'll do two. Because there's a lot of people on here. What is it that your partner is holding from you? So see, I feel like y'all, uh, the conversation between you guys are getting better. Getting better. But let's see. It's yeah. just some things that he's concealing uh, or suppressing, rather. So let's see. You... And I were too young. So it's just like when this card comes out, it's just a matter of because I see that the, with the death card, there was an uh, ending or there have been endings and beginnings and endings and beginnings, you know, on again, off again. And I feel like um, let's go back to the question when when Cindy was asking, asking, I'm sorry, are you a good lover? You know, again, and we all like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. I'm we all will work. We all will work. So I feel like within this situation, you know, the past, it, there was past where there had to be some maturing. So we had to, we had to mature on both ends. So I feel like you, you as well as your partner is coming to that realization. Like, you know, when we was talking, maybe I was immature. I handled that situation a little, I was a little impulsive, whatever the case may be. So I feel like there has been some growth because I feel like y'all could have, uh, done things a little bit differently or at least he feel like he he sure could have and then he also has it's time for me to heal now so like i said he is in this space where he's like listen like i don't want to just be what like you know again we're all growing and he's in this space which is good your partner is now in this space where he's knowing you know what i'm gonna focus on me i want to heal i want to be a better version of myself so if he, if your partner, is, if your partner is a little aloof, it's not because they're being dismissive towards you. It's because he's in a cut, low key, trying to lick his wound so that he can present himself in a better light to you and with you, for you. Right, that makes sense. Yeah, that definitely makes sense. So, thank you, Maxine. Um, and I'm glad thank it. You. I'm glad this resonated. No problem. You're welcome. And um. <laughs> I'm going to say congratulations because I do see that you guys, like I said, have been doing a lot of, a lot of heavy duty lifting in this connection to be on, you know, to, to be on the same accord and it hasn't been easy, but I want to say congratulations because I feel like y'all have gotten over a really big hump or a lot of little bumps that seem like a whole huge goddamn mountain. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. A whole lot of humps. <laughs> <laughs> so congratulations a lot of people go to Thailand thank you thank you um, okay so I want to move on to Angie Angie what's your question I guess basically just for um, this year how is it going to go for my partner and I into this new year okay this new year how is the connection going to go between Angie and her partner let's see we're just gonna say what is it gonna look like? What's the theme? Let's see, what's the theme? Okay. This year for Angie and her partner. Okay, the Knight of Cups. That's good. That's 
you know, offering love and affection to one another. You guys, okay, let me see now. Hold on. Okay, so I feel like in the in the past, you guys have been a little blocked. I feel like this was a mutual energy. You know, just treading lightly. Um, but I feel like this almost feel like some type of Brady Bunch kind of love thing that y'all got going on. Are you guys a blended family? Um, you can say that, yes. Okay. I definitely see blending families here. I'm seeing I'm seeing two people, that, like I said, blending families. It feels very Brady Bunches. This is really good. You got the, you, okay, so the two of swords is here. That's why I do feel like a, in the beginning of the year, like the kind of, you guys have been a little guarded with one another. Past tense. I'm going to say have been because I feel like you guys are now getting out of that space. With the ten of mm-hmm. pentacles here, we all desire the ten of pentacles. The ten of pentacles is like, you know, like I said, Brady Bunch going to each other, family barbecues and Fourth of July together and just, you know, doing things together, pajamas together for Christmas. Like, uh, there's a lot of reciprocity in this connection. Um, whereas maybe in previous connections, you felt like you got the short end of the stick. I don't really see that in this connection. Or maybe there, maybe in the past you guys did. Uh, you know, I felt like you guys was a little nervous. Or either if you wasn't, your partner was. One of you guys or both of you guys were nervous. But I feel like now it's kind of like, y'all serious as well i like this because it seems like everybody is coming to the to the table like listen it's not playtime like let's really build so the card that you guys have is um the base chakra card and it speaks of courage and faith and it says i embrace i embrace courage faith and adaptability as they are needed for me to overcome my fear of change of the of the future I regularly remind myself to be positive and open to the possibilities, knowing that I am the creator of my own destiny. I embrace the warrior within me. I remind myself to be a warrior. I am not a warrior, nor am I a victim. I feel the fear and I do it anyway. I am ready and eager to move forward. Again, I see you as well as your partner ready to build. There has been some nervousness, you know, fear. You know, fear, can we get this right? Are we going to get this right? And I feel like, that, like I said, the theme of this year is for you, the Brady Bunch. That's all I, all, all I keep thinking. Of, all I keep hearing is the Brady Bunch. That's the way. <laughs> like, it's going to be a lot of... Uh, collaborating together with one another you going to his people's house and vice versa and you know the kids it's just some like eating together family night taco tuesday like you guys are genuinely desiring to build but you got to shake the nerves shake the nerves yeah that's probably me let me ask you something Let me, is this, have, have, have you guys been together for a while or is this more of a new connection? It's actually, what is with it's the actually a new connection. Okay, that's why. Okay. Because I'm trying to see, I was wondering, 
the aspect of this nervousness, this guardedness. You guys were both guarded, and I, I understand why. Okay, it's like uh, newness, fresh, fresh beginnings. Is, you can be nervous, but I really see it. Um, you guys genuinely building in this connection as well. Shake the nerves. Pick the nerves because this is a connection that can genuinely flourish. It's mm -hmm. reciprocity here. Oh, this is exciting. I'm excited to read for y'all. Who's next? <laughs> Thank you so much. Jamaica. Oh, you're welcome, Angie. I wasn't rushing you. I wasn't rushing you. I was just excited. So y'all know that little song. Who's next? Go, go, go. <laughs> hip-hop harry and shit uh jamaica you're next i just want you to just tell me what you you know just freestyle on me just tell me what i need to know <laughs> okay we're gonna freestyle for you jamaica jamaica you got a partner of interest or you just want me to just are you looking for love uh longevity yes all of that longevity as it pertains to love for jamaica okay let's see Jamaica, let's get the love. No, we're going to do solo for you as well. For Jamaica. What is it? What messages do you have for Jamaica as it pertains to love? This is value and longevity. Let's see. Ooh, Jamaica, Jamaica. You coming up as the empress. That's the creatrix. Okay, you're in a very uh, manifest. Manif festive or transformative you're in a space where you can manifest okay because the, the empress she is the she is the one that manifests to create oh jamaica See, this is the dang girl you may find yourself warding off some people you may have some lovers from the past trying to get in your energy I hear mm -hmm. that Missy Elliott song, Why You All In My Grill. Mm -hmm. It's like the people that's approaching you, you're just not digging it right now. They're, they're not, you coming up as the empress, and for whatever reason, Eagle Pages is uh, trying to get all in your energy. This could be past lovers. Or it could be like young people, and even if they're not like young per se, they're not mature. You're not. Uh, let me see what's going on. Because the people that's been approaching you as of late, to be quite honest, they're not on your level. Not, no, no, not no page. Can't no page do nothing with an empress. So you might, that's why you might be like, man, what's going on, Deidre? Because I'm trying to figure this out too. Why are these pages? These people, if you got a lot of options. And I mean, you got people that are really tell you put each other apart for you jamaica these men they mm -hmm. willing to fight for you okay they want to be in your energy but you don't want them in your energy and you're trying to you're trying to back them up off of you let me see why is this what's happening okay jamaica you got a real sexual energy that's why you got all these partners here you got this card that speaks of sexuality and sensuality and then you have the card that speaks of radiating warmth and sincerity. So your energy is you just be vibing, had just manning your business, but you're not attracting your ideal partner right now. Let me see what's going on. Spirit, is you cooking up somebody for Jamaica? Because Jamaica, these folks ain't on your, they're not on your level, my love. 
Are you waiting for somebody in particular? No, I wouldn't say that. I mean, I have options, but I wouldn't say that. Okay, you definitely got options. We, the options are definitely here, but they're not on your level. This is not mm-hmm. something that I would be like, oh, Jamaica, I see somebody on the horizon for you. I would never uh, tell an empress to... Now, I'm not saying that people can't level up. Yes. But you got a lot of, like, you know, <sighs> baby energy trying to get with the big dog. And you the big dog. I want to know why. It's somebody that's, it's somebody, I knew it. It's somebody that isn't presenting themselves to you. I said, are you waiting for somebody in particular? You said not necessarily, but it's somebody in particular that I, it could be one of these pages. It could be one of these little low level energies. I feel like this is somebody from the past, somebody that you know. And somebody is really wanting you. They, you have the card that speaks up that says, I want you. Like somebody literally wants you. You do have options, but it's somebody in particular. I feel like it's somebody from the past. This person is wondering if you're happy without them. You see, the thing is this. A lot of your partners, uh, or, or you didn't, I don't know. They don't recognize you no more. You're unrecognizable uh, in terms of like the growth. You've grown so much. So when you talk to certain people from your past, they be wowed by you and you be like, oh my God, with them because you're growing and you're evolving and um, maybe a lot of people who has been in your energy, they're just not there yet. Mm-hmm. So let me see. Let me see because I see that's what's going on, but I want to see why because we ain't going to have you in this beautiful, lovely, oh, I get it. You are the creatrix. So now that you're in this energy where you do have these options, really, you need to be in the space of manifesting. You need to be in, in um, you need to be uh, deliberate about what it is that you want, especially with having all of these options and being the emperor. So, you know, you got a lot of options, my love. I'm getting like three to five different energies trying to come up and do your energy but you have to use your discernment i think that might be the word but i hear that again that that uh missy elliot why you all in my grill you may have to you got to do the elimination process you know what i'm saying like really look at look at your options and say you know what like really write them down on a piece of paper if you got to But nevertheless, you're in a space where you have to manifest. Spirit is wanting you to use your tools, use your skills, um, and manifest. Write down what it is that you want, how tall you want to do, and then start doing your elimination process. If that's what you desire, to tell you might want, you might want all three, four, five of them if they level up. I don't know. But uh, Jamaica, Mm -hmm. it says meditation and silence. Spirit is putting you in a space right now where they want you to tap into your power mm-hmm. and manifest what it is that you desire, my love. Okay. Beautiful. I hope that resonated. 
Jamaica got it going on over there right now. All she got that my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. Uh, next up is Jasmine. Jasmine, come forth. The floor is yours. Okay. Um, I guess basically what I, I could use a good answer on is um, do I sit still? Uh, and or is it time for me to move? Um, when I say move, change my location, and is it that me that needs to continue to evolve, or should I change my my location? That's my question. Okay, so you want to know should you relocate or stay where you are, but you but grow in the midst of the current yeah, space here? Ba- yeah, basically. Okay, so this is what we're gonna do. Let's look at the energy where you currently are and then let's say hypothetically speaking, if you move, what would that energy look like also? Let's see what will potentially bring you growth. The most Mm -hmm. growth that is, because you're going to grow anyway. Let's see what you need the most growth. And love and all that other good stuff. Um. Oh, my love. Oh, you've been going through a lot. You have the nine of swords, ten of swords. So you've been through a lot, you know, been through a lot of heartbreak where you currently are. Let me see. So moving forward, because I feel like moving would not to say that, oh, you've been desiring to move, period, for a long time now, at least for about eight a long while i'm getting some years you've been desiring to literally move to literally relocate Sagittarius. it's easier said than done you're a sagittarius oh that makes <laughs> sense this is that fire i see that fire here let me ask you this have you ever took a big move because nope. i feel like moving would be a big thing for you okay that's nope, why I that would be a really big thing mm-hmm. i feel like honestly i feel like this would be really ideal for you because I'm looking at the current energy where you've been through a lot, but I'm also seeing where you've been desiring to literally relocate. I'm getting at least for the past almost seven to ten years, you've been thinking about relocating. Mm-hmm. That's a long time to just be thinking. <laughs> I feel like go for it. Because especially with the Eight of Wands being here, this is the card that's talking about, you know, standing in your power, being courageous taking that leap of taking that leap of faith you know look before you leap though i say that look before you leap and i'm saying that because with the car where i was like okay let me see if hypothetically speaking if you were to move what would that look like you have a couple of locations in mind that's why it's not that easy for you to say you know what i'm gonna go ahead and go ahead on and go because you haven't narrowed down precisely where you want to go so what I would say is this, really, you know, narrow down where it, where it is that you desire to go and do some research because I feel like the, the next, I feel like if you were to take this leap of faith with the, with the three of pentacles being here, you can really grow and flourish. And then you don't want to be in a space where, you know, 11 years, 12 years, 13 years, 14 years, and you're still desiring to move, but you're not really going for it. Narrow down. You got about, I feel like it'll be three places in man. Narrow those three places in man. Do you some research and go for it because I really feel like you can and will see growth and development. Absolutely. Okay. 
Okay. And you and you will be so proud of yourself. I took a leap of faith and moved out of my um, born and raised in Chicago. I stayed there my whole life since four years ago, and I took a leap of faith and I just went head on and moved down here to Houston. And I believe it's the best thing that I've done. I cut the umbilical cord and I feel like a big girl. I'm so much more empowered than I've been uh, in a long, long time. I'm just and it was scary, y'all. It was scary. But it was, uh, it was, it was, it was, it has been very uh, transformative and um, delightful in the midst of it all. I think you'll be good. I think you should really take that leap of faith and go for it. Okay. All right, all right. Um, I guess me next, yeah? <laughs> okay. Hey, so- hey babe. So... Uh, you know, we talk, we talk and stuff. And so for me, I have been over, there are moments where I'm overwhelmed, right? I got film, I got put together, documentary, um, the radio station, the damn platform, um, trying to like just make things happen. Um, it is overwhelming. I do have really good people around me and then Sometimes I didn't have such good people around me. Um, and I always see everybody as a star and stuff um, because my grandmother always made me feel like a star. Um, my grandmother passed June 8th, 2020, when the quarantine lifted. And I miss her. I miss her. I miss her. She was blind. My blind granny Wanny. Like, so I see things different. I, I, I was raised by somebody who couldn't see so I can see uh. you know I, I I don't think everybody understands how my mind works but that's okay I'm fine with that uh, never here to hurt anyone or anything like that just want to move forward and sometimes it feels like people just want me to sit back you know or you know and for me I just want to know is there a message from her like Cause sometimes I just be like, ah, damn grandma, I miss you. Like, I just wish I could like talk to her and just ask her like, what should I do? And you know, well, she would always say to me, love does not have to hurt. And when I mean love, it's not just in a relationship, just life with the people you're around, the pulling and the pushing and the sucking on my teeth. And you know what I'm saying? Like puppies and shit, sucking on my teeth like that. Nothing, nothing extra sexual, but sometimes it's heavy. Because we're not children. We're all adults here. And I'm doing this because of legacy. And so I just want to know if you see, if you can feel, you know, her or yes. Lester or, okay, so, Laurel or whoever. So, uh, like I told you, I, I, I'm a diviner. So I, I got a bunch of different cards, y'all. I got so many cards. And I, I'm sitting around a whole bunch of cards, and I, I got these cards. Uh, I love to read these cards when people are desiring messages from uh, those who have transitioned. So the very first thing that I've seen for you is your granny has been giving you messages, uh, especially through animals. So please be be mindful of the spirit totems. You said puppies. Uh, so puppies always speak of loyalty and um that's definitely an energy that uh that's who you are you know loyalty 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 that song that's your theme song that kendrick lamar 
that's your thing song but she been giving you messages through animals so be mindful of the spirit told you see whether it's birds cat a squirrel uh and just start taking notes because uh she gives messages through animals so you start writing down those spirit totems um watch the animals that has been passing you passing you let me see so i'm going to use these let's pull a few of these and let's see what your granny has to say what is your grandma name and i love when you talk about your grandma that's so dope your granny was deaf that's awesome i mean i'm sorry the line that's awesome and i got bad eyes y'all so i told somebody recently i like to look at a whole bunch of cards and see what i can see until i can't see no more because something i'm scared about these eyes now <laughs> what's your granny name her, her name is Mildred Ashby. It's funny because one of my cats is behind me. The black one just laid out listening to us. Yeah, she, she, uh, you gotta be real mindful of the animals all day long. She, uh, sending messages to the animals. So, Mildred, Mildred Ashby. Okay, so you got the card that speaks of soul solitude. And this is, uh, Okay, let me read the message. It says, you, your soul needs attention. There are moments when it's important to get away, not just from the noise of the outside world, but to find a place where your soul can experience peace and quiet, a place for soul solitude. This is a time to pause, a time to reflect, a time for you. It's going to be very important and imperative. Like I said, she's already giving messages. But you need to sit in solitude, even if it's 10, 15 minutes a day. You know, I tell you this all the time. You know, uh, that's when you really can tap into the message, especially as it pertains to someone who has transitioned. Um, you need to tend to yourself, sugar. And the best way to do that is to just sit with yourself. Like I say, carve out time every day for yourself. So that you can really tap in intuitively to the message that is being bestowed upon you because she is giving you a lot of messages. And she also wants you to start getting outside again. Get outside, do your walk. It might be cold where you are. You'll receive a lot of messages on your walk. Get outside and walk. She wants you to like really start to focus on you because she see that you've been going through a lot. And she's like, listen, don't beat yourself up. But we also want you to lick your wounds and, and keep moving forward. Then we have the card that speaks of let go. And it's not letting go of someone or something. It's ultimately, uh, she's saying, let go of an outcome. Let go of expectations that you have for people. Not like, oh, to heck with it. But so that you won't be so uh, disappointed when things don't unfold in a way in which you desire. She's saying, start to stop holding on to their life when it's time to let go of, of certain things. Let me see, Mildred, what else you want to say? And she's also, um, your grandmother was uh, real big on learning something. Like, learn. she was always learning different things. And, and, and you kind of got that same thing within you. She's like, it's time for you to learn something new. I don't know if this is you, like, going back to school or... Uh, not necessarily going back to school or learning something new. There's some, some sort of something new 
she's wanting to you to tap into or learn something new uh or even if it's not something per se new doing something old and kind of recapping it because you're going through a transform transformative space right now with these butterflies here and so you might feel a little overwhelmed because think about a caterpillar that turns into the butterfly during that metamorphosis process you know we don't know how the butterfly feel but that gotta be painful for your whole body to shape shift practically and that's what's happening to you right now and i tell a lot of people sometimes when the pain come don't push it down when it's something that was because i see you've been suppressing a lot and she's saying stop suppress oh that it is to let go as well don't suppress how you feel let it come up so that you can relinquish it it's no need to uh push it down push it down push it down push it down if you want to cry if you want to scream if you want to shout get it out because being in this transformative space is not comfortable but it's necessary and it's needed you may be seeing butterflies too you know what's so interesting is uh i was just having this conversation with an elder and i said i feel that everything you just said i was feeling that i'm not someone that would turn away if somebody needs to talk to me but it doesn't serve me do you get what i'm saying like yes, i feel ma'am. like sometimes i'm just serving and serving and serving and then when it's time for others to serve they want to tell me i need to serve them some more and so this feeling came over me that said, now wait the fuck a second, right? It's not even about what What about me. It's like, where the fuck is your integrity and your motherfucking morals and your motherfucking values that you feel like you're entitled to all of my motherfucking time? This shit is not easy. This shit right here of trying to make sure that a motherfucker could speak this shit is like the weight on my motherfucking shoulders. And at night, sometimes when I'm up three, four, five, six in the morning till my eyes close or whatever, I feel like, well, God damn. Do you get what I'm saying? It's like the first video, you didn't see it, casting pearls on swan and shit. And that's what it fucking uh-huh. feels like. Sometimes I want to go unplug all the shit, fuck it. But then that shit doesn't serve me either. I came here to do a fucking job. I came here to do what the fuck I know I need to do. And I hate to feel like I'm being pulled and pushed by that those that wouldn't even know how to plant the fucking seed itself or tend to the garden what? if I die tomorrow. So that's why I'm always like, Grandma, like, I don't, I'm not a selfish person. I've never been a selfish person. But, you know, to for me to hear others tell me, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. Well, you come sit in my fucking throne and see if you could fucking do it. Because if it was up to most people, they would say, fuck the world and fuck everybody else. My grandma don't like cussing. I'm sorry, grandma, but you know, I'm from Brooklyn. (laughs) But you you get what I'm saying? So for me, everything I've seen, I've been feeling like this transformation. It wasn't 2020 that was hindsight. It was 2022. I go from doing fucking 30 shows, killing myself to now. All right. Now it's time to do a film. Now it's time to do that. But then to kind of get that energy of like, well, you need to do this and you need to do that. That shit hurts me because 
I had an elder tell me, you should never feel like you are supposed to take care of everyone because it's the equivalent of criminal generosity. It's like loaning somebody money and them turning around and telling you, how dare you fucking ask me for shit back? But that's not with me. That's integrity with them. And I get that shit. Took psychology five years. Boom, whatever. I get that. I understand people's plights. I can see certain things. But what I can't see is like, I don't know if it's about seeing the end of this. For me, it's just like understanding why does mo like this right here, this feels good. This feels right. But then sometimes it just hurts. Cause you you don't Well listen, my love. Your overall energy is relationship. And this card, okay, let me read the message. And then I'm gonna go ahead and break it down. So the message is relationships are just mirror images of your own life. How you feel and treat yourself as well as how you react and respond to different situations and people around you. Be aware that every relationship is an opportunity for soul growth. So listen, you like I don't you was like, I don't want to be selfish. I'm not selfish. I'm not a selfish person. That my love has to change. It's okay to be selfish because the first the the uni, the first universal law is self, you know, I tell you this all the time. The first universal law is self-preservation. And when with the relationship card being your overall energy, you in a space where you have to be selfish and, and, and I'm, I'm hearing you may have to cut off some people. You may be in a space because what I hear is everybody can't come. Everybody's just not going to be able to come with you. Everybody is not going to be able to have a seat in your life. And it's okay for you to be selfish because when you say, I'm not selfish, I'm not selfish, I'm not selfish, you I'm not saying it's time for you to be just that. Selfish. Self-preservation. She don't want you. Look at this part here. You see that? She said, there's somebody that's, this is the energy that you in. And I hear it in your voice. We all hear it. Ain't no damn way you can ignore it. It's time for you to be selfish and pour into yourself. It's not to say that you're going to just go in hermit mode and say everybody fuck off to hell with life. But if you have to do that for a day, two days, a month, do just that. And then so you can come out feeling replenished. But you're going to have to be selfish, sugar. And you might feel like, oh, I don't want to be like this. I don't want to be. It was somebody talking to me because I talked to a lot of people. And. You know, sometimes we don't be wanting to talk to certain people and don't want to hurt nobody's feelings. And one of my clients was like, well, how do I say this? If I say it this way, how is it going to look? Versus if I if I say it that way. So I looked at both case scenarios. And I say, it don't matter how you say whatever you feel like you want to say to this individual. They're going to take it and feel uh hurt or burdened or they're gonna feel like oh my gosh you know why did so-and-so express themselves in that like nevertheless you're gonna wind up being a bad guy anyway so you know you have to choose you and again you may have to let go of some people i've been doing it all damn year and it feels good i ain't gonna lie to you i should have did it years ago thank you baby it's time for you to get selfish welcome thank you any anything else extra before we uh we got another like you know 25 minutes anything extra you want to ask maxine thank you DJ. i love you you're welcome I, 
I think what Deidre just said for you, Cindy, was beautifully said because your spirit is so giving. You give so much. I used to be like that too. Give until I got burned out. And I could say that I'm older than all of y'all on here. And, and I'm going to tell you what I learned. I learned not to give no fucks. I stopped because you know what I learned? They going to say, they're going to talk about you whether you do it for them or not. They've mm -hmm. already made a decision about you. You see what I'm saying? They've already made that decision. And so with that, you can't change people. So you have to learn to shift. Okay, who's going to be my tribe? I'm telling you, at this level, it's a whole nother peace level. Let me tell y'all this here. Cindy's doing wonderful things. You know, she's doing great I things. I love so, Cindy. Yes. Yeah, but you know, like I know, Cindy, you give people an answer, they say 16,000 feet. Now, check it. Let me tell y'all something. I'm Now, this is a big deal to me, so I'm just saying I miss, I'm a reader, I'm a diviner. This, I do this every day, all day. I work on the hotline, and I also have personal clients. So I'm forever pouring into somebody, and I'm very lenient. Yes, I do charge for my services, but Cindy taught me that. Cindy was like, listen, cut it off. This is a, she was on top of me. This was like six years ago when I really started my, my doing my business. And she like, listen. That, get you a timer, you gonna stop it because I would be on the phone with people for two or three hours at a time just pouring and pouring and pouring and when you do this kind of work, at the end of the day I'm tired, got bags on my eyes long story, so that's why I'm sending, now you know so, boom seven months ago, I'm still going hard mind you, I've been reading for six years and I never really slowed down I'm reading, reading, reading but seven months ago, I miscarried and that was a real, real big deal for me but I took off social media, I took off Instagram, I took off Facebook, I totally took these apps off my phone. I put my phone on mute. I have been in solitude for seven months. Yes, I've still been reading, but I made it a point to slow down. Like I said, I wish I had did it years ago. Cut people off. And like, like um, I'm sorry, like Maxine said, when you get in the space of not giving a fuck, that is really a different place. It's really like a superpower, especially for those of us who are givers, especially for those of us who pour into others. When we, because it, because you're a giver, it it feels like you're going to wrong somebody when you say, you know what, I I I, I can't, or no, I can't. It feels like it hurt you. But when you get in that, you know what? I don't give a damn. Come on, focus on me. When when you realize, damn, I did. I, I I for a week I focused on me. Two weeks, three weeks. Then you look up in a month, two months, three. This is the most that I've been out in seven months, y'all. And when I tell you, I had so much peace. Now it didn't feel good at first because I was mourning and grieving. But when I was putting my phone on, do not disturb, and not being bothered. I should have did it years ago. I, I don't know what else to say. Because because I tell people all the time, you have to get in that space of detachment anyway. You don't want to be this attached to anything or anybody in this realm because all of it is going to, you know, change is inevitable. We're all changing. And then endings is going to happen, you know, whether we like it or not. Good, bad, or indifferent. But when you really start supporting to you, and when you're intentional about your healing, Cindy, you've been going through a lot, you know, 
emotionally, physically, financially helpful. When you start really being intentional on focusing on you and you get in a better space, it's gonna be so difficult for people to disturb your goddamn peace. Like it's no, you it's gonna be like second nature to you. Like you know what? Nah, I, I sugar, get in that space. Let these folks go. Stop beating yourself up because it's it's time again. You're metamorphing, and everybody can't go where you're going because you're going far, and everybody's just not gonna be able to go with you. Energetically, that is. Well, Maxine, do you do you have a, a question uh, that you want to ask? Yes, it's kind of picking back on something we talked about earlier. But I feel like everything around me is shifting, but not in a bad way. It feels like, like I said, when you get to this age, you see things differently. But I don't know, something different is going on, and I could feel it between myself and other people that I'm not recognizing them or they're not recognizing me. And I'm wanting to know what that's about because it almost feels like I'm going down this road. It's a, it's a little lonely, you know, but it's peaceful at the same time. And I want to know what that's about. What's on the other side of that? Well, first of all, Maxine, you're gorgeous. Your hair looks beautiful. Thank you, uh, thank you. So this is my thing. This is just my theory and a lot of other theories. And we got to be real, y'all. Uh, the world is shifting. Uh, we're all shifting. And what's happening, what's happening here is we are now in a space. And I, we've been talking about this for a while. Those of us, you know, Cindy been having on the wake up for a long while. And a lot of us, the host, we've been talking about this split that's happening. Where there's mm-hmm. parallel reality. Flip. So what you're seeing is like you said, I can't recognize them, they can't recognize you. You know when people be like, oh, vibe higher, vibe high, vibe high. It sounds cliche, but that's some real. The higher you vibe people, I tell people, like let's say violence and people get knocked upside the head and sh- there's a lot going on. When you vibrate in a certain energy, and you're vibrating with the universe because things are shifting cosmically as above, so below. And you don't just, you're not just trying to vibe high because it sounds cool. Yes, it's cool and trendy now, but this is a real thing. It's going to take intentional work because when you start to vibrate in such a high level, just like Maxine said, you're not going to recognize people and they're not going to recognize you to the point where this shift is happening or this split rather. There is a multiple or parallel, I'm sorry, parallel. Well, I want to say multiple. Yeah, there may be even parallel, multiple, but a parallel reality that's happening to where violence, destruction, turmoil, it's not going to affect certain people, whereas mm-hmm. it may start to really torment others. That's right. And those of us who have a higher perspective, it's like you on the roof watching everything going on that's just how it feels that's really what's happening that's exactly what's going on the higher you vibrate the higher you go on top of the roof and you watch and you observing everything and not being affected in the midst of it all whereas those because what they're doing in this society they're trying to disconnect you from source when you're not when you're not connected to source, you're not connected to your higher self, which means you're not elevating, you're not evolving because this realm is dense, it's low, 
it is is low. I mean, it's vibe low. So when you are all this low dense energy, that's when you can be affected by all kind of you know natural disasters. You in your house and you just get blow down the damn street, or you in your car and somebody snatch you and throw you out. Not saying that this stuff don't happen for good people, but I'm saying when you are intentional, you, you, you just not you're not gonna be touched. It's like MC Hammer you can't touch this. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So that's what's happening is, yeah, you've been working on yourself, and maybe those around you—not to say that they haven't worked on themselves—but they may have gotten sucked in because we are in the real damn matrix. I don't know if y'all know it or not. Yes, we but are. It's a real damn matrix we in, and you will get sucked in if you don't be mindful. Yes. Now, uh, they got I'm folks gonna... out here cyborg. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, up next is Angie had to leave because she had to go to work early. Up next is Jamaica. Okay, so I have two questions. Uh, first one is, I've been here for over 20 years, and I'm looking into probably within the next year or so buy a, ho- a home. I'm not sure if I should buy one here. You know, I'm still undecided. If I'm not happy here, I'm ready to leave, honestly. And then the other question is, uh, one morning I w- woke up out of my sleep, and as I was getting up, a dime fell off my stomach. Is that a is, is that a meaning? Do you see anything about? Because I have never heard about that. But I don't have no money around, no loose change. But it was a dime that was on my stomach, and as I raised rose up, it fell off. Okay, that's interesting. Okay, so I want to say this before I would look at it. But what I want to say is this. Okay, so when we have uh. Because a lot of people ask, like, you know, we all have all these things that's happening, or we see a dog, we see a cat, damn, you know, these what seem to be, I suppose, spiritual meanings and spiritual things. I'm going to look into it, but I tell people oftentimes, like, you have to be really uh, breaking this stuff down, taking Mm -hmm. notes and stuff, because Mm -hmm. a message could be it could be specifically for you and you'll have to decode it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking for a place. But this could be something that, as far as the uh, dying falling off your stomach, though, you know what I'm saying? I will look mm-hmm. into it, though, to kind of see what's, what was going on. But uh, we have to be, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Mm-hmm. I'm supposed watchful because we get all kinds of signs, symbolisms, and like that's why they be like oh keep a dream journal or, or something that don't make sense right now will make all the sense in the world three weeks from now or three months from now hell maybe even three years from now mm-hmm. i'm gonna look into it for you though so let's see you said you want to you want to buy a house but you're not sure if you want to stay at your current location or relocate mm-hmm. so let's see what would it look like if you stay at your current location and buy a house versus moving to another location so are you buying this are you with a partner is it you and a partner because i'm seeing that if you stay where you currently are that's cool i think that you'll be successful i feel like you can find something that you could definitely uh grow and and thrive in mm-hmm. whereas if you were to move, I see like a masculine energy. I don't know if you're with somebody right now, but I see mm-hmm. if you move and no, you're I'm not with anybody, mm-hmm. you're single, mm-hmm. 
if you move, you have the potential to find your husband if you relocate, girl. You got the info right here as far as relocation goes. Like I said, I feel like you can thrive where you are and grow and flourish. I do see that. But I feel like you could really thrive and grow because I feel like you will have a partnership connection. It's mm -hmm. almost like... It almost looks miraculous, interesting. Not like when, like this kind of stuff don't happen, but sometimes we have to relocate, and then lo and behold, we bump inside. Goddamn, the tree love all. Goddamn, that's what it looked like. If you relocate, there's a strong possibility that you will bump into a man, man, man. Okay, a masculine man, somebody that deal with their hands, somebody that's like, yeah, hey, we need to like. This is some good energy here, okay? This somebody, we we all want this here man right here. So, I feel like you'll thrive either way. You know, because some people feel like they don't need a man. I don't know what you want. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. It's 2022. Everybody don't want no, everybody don't desire a man. I do. I do. Everybody else don't. I, I certainly don't feel that way. <laughs> but I was okay. just kind of waiting to, because my last child is about to graduate, and all of my kids are now officially grown, 18 and up. So I was kind of waiting till I got them out of school to determine what I was going to do. And now that she's graduating this year, you know, now it's starting I, for me to work on me as, you know. I'm seeing something around like from April to like June. Mm-hmm. That's my lease is up. Should... My lease is up is in April. Okay. In April. But relocation looks good for you just because not just because of this masculine energy, because we have the emperor and we have the four of wands. The four of wands, this is the partnership card. This is the marriage card. This is about strong foundations. This is all about growth. Relocation looks good for you as well. And especially with this bond ass masculine energy right here. You're mm -hmm. gonna relocate and found the love of your life. Okay, you saying, and what were you saying about April and June? Oh, about April, June, uh, I feel like that's when you'll be definitive on what it is that you want to do, whether or not you want to stay or whether or not you want to relocate. Okay. okay. Yeah, because she graduates in March. So. <laughs> I mean, in May. In May. I feel like, like I said, either way you will thrive, mm -hmm. but relocation looks awesome as well. Because not only will you relocate, and thrive and flourish financially, emotionally, but you're definitely within the realm of love. You have that as well in the midst of a relocation. Now, I'm not saying I see you meeting somebody and y'all just moving in together. Now, right. I definitely see you meeting somebody and y'all building together. I mean, building in terms of longevity. Who used that word earlier? Longevity yeah, is I definitely did. there. That's you. <laughs> uh -huh. mm -hmm. Yep. Oh, that's beautiful. It looks good. As, when you said everybody want that man, Jamaica. Mm -hmm. so. well, I've been waiting a long time, honey. <laughs> Next up is Jasmine. You got one more, Jasmine? I would like to know about um, love life. Uh, I know, like I said, I'm kind of loving myself, but and I've decided to pour all of that into myself. But what is the future? Is that going to be a forever thing? So you don't have nobody in mind, but you want to know ultimately what is love looking like. Okay, let's see. 
Oh, and I'm sorry. I believe that was Jamaica. I missed your previous connection, but I kind of touched on it briefly with the whole take note, you know. Uh, so what I would say is this. I'm sorry, uh, Jasmine. Give me one second to tap on, uh, to, to touch back in with uh, Jamaica real quick. So Jamaica, um, so the stomach, let's say that, right? Because mm -hmm. with me, when I break things down, I'm all about symbolism. That's why I'm even able to read because I love symbols and numerology and astrology. It's all interconnected, y'all. Colors and everything, they all got a meaning. So let's say your stomach. Your stomach is your solar plexus area. It's ultimately your second mind, your second mm -hmm. brain. Okay, mm -hmm. so that's a lot of times they say, listen to your body. What is your body saying? Silver, which is the dime, silver is all about spiritual protection. Think about vampires, right? In the movies, if you get a silver or something and you ward them off. Hey, mm -hmm. kitty. So, so silver is spiritual protection. And mm -hmm. then think of the navel. We're all connected to our mothers via our navels. But the navel is really, really important because it's certain oils and stuff like that that we put in our navel. Mm -hmm. I forget what I forget what culture does this, but they use certain like essential oils and they put them in their navels and it does different things. I don't remember by heart, but the navel is really, really important. So what I would say is maybe possibly. I don't know what was going on with that moment in time, but maybe there was something going on in the area of your solar plexus or needing to tap or needing to ward something away from you. You mm -hmm. could have been dealing with some digestive issues or uh, that one is deep. That one is deep, ultimately. I would have to really break that one down um, and look at that at a later time. I'm sorry, but I, I, I'm i sorry. I didn't want to just uh, be dismissive towards that question you asked. So let's go back to uh, Jasmine. Okay, Jasmine, let's see. You want to know what's going on overall? Is there, you want to know like something about love? Okay. Yeah, that's that's the, that's, listen, y'all. That's the word of the evening. This card literally says discernment. That's the word of the, the evening. I told... See, it's interesting. When I do like a collective read or like if I'm on a panel and it's a lot of people or I do a live and it's a lot of people, I notice that the same messages start to come out. So it was I was talking to one of the ladies earlier and I was saying you're in a transfer, you're a creatrix and it's time for you to start being um to start manifesting, writing down what it is you want. This person on this card, the ringmaster scrutiny, this person is writing down precisely what it is that they want. You have to have, you're in a space right now, Jasmine, where you need to have tunnel vision. You're also going through a lot of, uh, you're also going through a transformative time as well. I feel like we all going through some damn trans transformation. The spirit is wanting you to have patience, especially as this process is happening. So, again, it's still the top of the year. You know what I'm saying? If you haven't got your vision board together, create you a vision board. That's going to be really helpful for you because you're very visual. You're uh, you somebody that can sit up and daydream and uh, visualize what it is that you desire. So when it comes to love, because you're trying to 
um, you know, we want to manifest love in our lives. Really be uh, specific right now. Really detailed on what it is that you want. Create you a vision board. Uh, tap in. Do you some visualizations. Meditation will be really helpful for you in terms of love. And the love department, excuse me. Let me see. What else, girl, is it that you want that? Since I know it's a kind of love. Yeah, they're putting you in a space where they're like, uh, you know, create what it is that you desire. Look, you have embraced this moment. And it says, uh, embrace this day, this very moment. Think positively today and repel those negative thoughts. Try not to judge yourself or others. This is harder than this may be harder than you think, but what is actually happening is you are changing your energy. When I think about this, I think of like transmutation. You're you're putting you in the driver's seat to create what it is that you desire as it pertains to love and romance. Y'all don't understand, or maybe you guys do understand how powerful it is to really write down descriptively what it is that you desire in a partner. When you look up two, three, four months later, you'll be to realize, God, dog, I manifested precisely what it was that I desired. But sometimes you have to, you have to be very uh, specific and also very careful because you're been a manifest trash too now. So, <laughs> yes. so uh, I think, I don't know. I think you should go ahead and, I don't know. I just keep hearing a vision board. They want you to create you a vision board. Even if you even if you just got to write a whole bunch of words. Okay. When it comes to love, be specific on what you want. And it will come to you. I'm feeling like when it comes to you, Jasmine, Within the next three to four months or so, um, be expecting some 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 um, options on the horizon for you within the next three to four months. Really good options to where, like I said, if you if you're good and you're real good at what you do, you have four, five, six options to do from, and then you start doing your elimination process. How do you need to do that? I hope that answers your question. Yeah, it does. I, I know what I need to do to uh okay. to get out. Yeah, I know what direction to take. Beautiful, beautiful. And last but not least, my health. My health is shitty as fuck. Fucking ugh. Trying to go. Okay. But my health. So let's do this. I let's do this. Me. I don't even know I'm wake up tomorrow type shit. Let's do this. I got these crystal message oracles, and I have these chakra message oracles. I like the crystal messages message oracles because not only do it have an affirmation on them they have crystals that you can actually work with and i find now y'all i've been into crystals for a long time but i wasn't intentional i was just getting because they were cute and pretty but i started really being intentional with my crystals these past seven months where i've been like licking my wounds and healing and stuff in solitude and these crystals are amazing um so let's see, because this deck in particular, they have a lot of uh, crystals that pinpoint specifically for the health. So let's see if any of those cards come out. And I also pulled some chakra meditation for you as well to see what areas in terms of the chakra uh, system you can focus on. So for Cindy, let's get two to three crystal messages for her health, please, Sarah. Let's do two. 
health. What crystals can be beneficial for her right now in this moment of time? Let's see. Okay. <laughs> so, you have, uh, now y'all, I can't say these words like that. So, you have Tertullia Agate. Now, this is not necessarily, well, yeah, it's all correlated to one another. They're wanting you to have boundaries. And like I said, a lot of times we be like, I'm so sad, I'm drained. My health, your health is deteriorating because you need to have these boundaries. Get people up out your energy. You really got to get folks up out your energy. Thing. It says, Fertilia agate has, has small shells embedded in this crystal. The snails are soft and vulnerable, but their shells offer them protection and the ability to set boundaries. Are there people in your life that are that constantly drag you down and drain your energy? If so, set better boundaries or disengage from spending time with them. It says affirmation. The affirmation for this card is um, I value my time and energy. I spend time with positive people and do things to uplift my soul. Again, with me doing energy work, the more I sit in people's energy and they whine and they cry, or they maybe have it dealing with physical ailments, it can linger onto me, just like any of us. So if you're in a space right now and you got health issues and stuff going on, you got somebody that's crying or you got somebody that's angry, you got all these people with all these woe is me ass energies, you need to get them out your energy so that your energy can get balanced. And then you will start to see your health get better. So, we need to get you some boundaries. That's one. We also have inspiration. And this is talking about your, uh, what is this, third eye. So, um, this is Iolite, I, and this is inspiration. It says, um, from the Greek word for violet, Iolite com combines the crown chakra stimulating. Have you been in headaches lately? That would be Yeah, this is going to be... This is going to be really good for these headaches that you've been getting. And I feel like you've been getting these headaches like right in the middle of your head like or in your eyes. So where your eyes hurt. Pressure. Yeah, this crystal right here. Okay. They want you to listen to... Okay, so this talks about music and meditation is amazing. You need to start doing like um, some crown chakra meditations or maybe meditations to... Relinquish the tension in your yeah. Relinquish the tension in your head. But again, like I tell people all the time, especially when you want to work on those chakras, don't start at the crown. You start from the root up. So maybe do you some, you know what I'm saying? Maybe once a night or at night when you sleep, listen to some chakra meditations to 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 you know from the root up to balance your your chakra system. But you know, you want to ultimately focus on maybe doing you some meditation to focus on these headaches because they're tension headaches you've been getting. And you also, we got the nature card. They wanted you to get out in nature. Get out in nature. Get out and do you some walking. You need to start doing your walking again. The blood circulation, they're focused. They want you to start walking so that you can focus on the blood circulation throughout your body. Thank you, baby. Can you tell them where to find you, how to contact you, love? Okay. Okay, so I've been hiding, guys, but I'm still very easy to find uh, for those of you who are interested. Uh, you can find me on 
Facebook. On Facebook, I'm Deidre Russell, D-E-I-D-R-A-R-U-S-S-E-L-L. A couple of us, but I got like a purple, I got a purple background with a D and an R. So you'll see that. You can um, send me a message on Messenger on Facebook. Excuse me. And I'm also on Instagram. And on Instagram, I'm Deidre, D-E-I-Z-R-A underscore Lynn, L-Y-N-N 86. You can send me a message there as well. And um, I will definitely respond back. But you can also get my number from Cindy if you desire to do so. And just text me. And um, yeah, I'll text back. But for the most part, I be dust off, y'all. I'm like the I'm like the the reader that you gotta go in the woods to find. I, I want to thank you. I want to thank you for coming through and giving us some love on this Valentine's Day, which we should be giving ourselves 364 all the time. I really appreciate you. I love you so much. D- I'll call it Nasaba. No We're going way way back. Yes. Nasaba. Yeah, uh, Nasaba. And I what I'm Nylon, right? Nylon in the Saba. Yes, Nylon in the Saba. <laughs> and I truly love you. Thank I, you so much. I, I love you as well. And I appreciate you all allowing me to get all up in y'all business and tap into your energy today. I'm appreciative. Thank you guys so much for allowing me on your platform this evening. Thanks, mm-hmm. Cindy. Thank you as well. Really appreciate you coming to, um, you know, get all up in our business. (laughs) Anytime when it comes to this. So um, we do appreciate and I do. I really appreciate um, everything you have let me know. um, And a lot of stuff that I have to um, further meditate on. So I appreciate it. Yes, I thank you as well, Deidre. I, I just love your input. And I want to tell you the last time you gave me a reading, you told me in October that a child was going to come in my life to make me happy. And do you not know on that last October 31st, my little nephew came over. I don't get to see him often. Okay. Exciting. I'm glad that happened. Yeah, so that was exciting. And I thank, thank you, you, thank you, for, you Cindy, uh, for doing this. <laughs> No, thank you. Uh, thanks, Maxine, for updating me because I appreciate the update. Because everybody, you know, a lot of times when people come get readings, they're not in a really upbeat space. A lot of people come when, you know, they are worried or concerned or, you know, got the woes. So I like to hear the happy stuff. So I'm appreciative. Thank you for, po- thank you, for uh, you know, giving me the um, feedback on that. Thank you. Thank you. Cindy, thanks for doing this again. I appreciate you always. Always, no always, problem. always. No problem, babe. Love you guys. Deidre, I love you, baby. Thank you. Thank you. Babyface is actually one of my favorite artists, so. And I haven't heard that song in a year. So, appreciate you. Yes, that I was very fine. I love you guys so much. Thank you, Jasmine, for coming through. There's many more of these we do all you know, until oh. we need to do some more. I love you guys. You've been listening to Divine Femininity. Uh, you listen on the wake of radio.com. Um, sign up for OTWTUBET. OTWTUBET. OTWTUBET.com. And um, I appreciate you guys. I love you guys. Good night. Good night. Good night. Lord individual. Thanks for keeping the lights on, Deanne. 
On the wake up. Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. Just get your body to move. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Let on the wake up play. Won't stop till they hear what we say, yeah. Let on the wake up play. Why do I need to? Why do I need to? Just get your body to move. Won't stop till we shake the room, yeah. otwtube.com uncensored free speech platform how to sign up for otwtube type in otwtube in your browser it will bring up the home page then you click the little man with the plus sign to open up an account use your best email select a username and then enter a good secure password now you're at the home page, click the key to log in to your account using your password with your username. Now search in the search bar for OTW2, which is the page we're going to subscribe to. Click subscribe, click add as friend, as well as click where the videos are. Click on a video to view, like that video, as well as comment. And your exercise is done. Thank you for your support. This is It's Miss Max, health and culture owner of Ministry and Wellness where we offer alternative solutions for people dealing with sleep, stress and anxiety. Did you know 70% of Americans only get one good night of sleep a month, while another 11% report having insufficient sleep every night? Let me help you get the rest you need, while helping with your stress and discomfort through natural solutions that won't leave side effects. You deserve to be the best version of yourself. Visit ministryandwellness.com That's ministry andwellness.com for my hand-picked and affordable selection. Have questions about our products? No problem. Book your free consultation with health and wellness advocate Maxine Sinclair or call 855-200-2774. That's 855-200-2774.